0: Uh, You know, those people are in addition to the names that we can shame, uh, who are the corporations who've been putting, poured money into the Trump, you know, America's, America, America first, America first priorities. And, uh, you know, these, these operations that were, you know, you have Aetna and you have Boeing Mm. and you have. CVS. CVS and you have Southern Company, a gargantuan utility holding company in so, uh, all the states below the Mason Dixon line. You know, and these people are shamelessly putting money into this these operations, and You're they true. haven't they haven't spurned them. They haven't yeah. turned they haven't turned off the spigot, and they don't show any signs of planning to. So I think you should put their names up on the screen one after another every night until they. <laughs>
1: You know People first, don't know this about Nina, but she's she's really yeah. in this. She's like you know name and shame these guys every night. So oh, come in on. Fact, and he's insisted on that, and we will do yeah. some of that later in the show tonight. They may well be and shame them, course, but you yeah. know. Wait, it's still worth pointing out to people who they are. People need to know. Yeah. Um, you know, Just to underline the first part of what you're talking about there, You know, the original uh, application for the event, the parks event, um, for this insurrection was those, these nice women, the Women for Trump Organization. Now, there's a lot to be told about the Women for Trump Organization that has not been previously revealed well here on this show and in this venue, although some people have reported little bits of it. I don't think it's been put together in the way we're going to say it tonight. So that'll be interesting to go through. And then, as you mentioned, we'll be talking about the Ohio Bundler, which sort of leads us into a whole different world of, you know, who's running politics in Ohio, which, as LB Mm -hmm. knows, often means a lot of um, mobsters. I mean, there's no other word for them. Is there LB? (laughs) There's
2: no other word.
1: Yeah, there's no other words. That's what Ohio is like. Okay, so we'll get into all of that. I
2: mean, there are other words, but I try not to use them too much (laughs) anymore.
1: So the prevailing thinking around uh, the insurrection, or call it what what you will, the coup attempt day, was that the... uh, the money came from these people, mostly. The Publicly, at least, we were told that it was Alex Jones who gave us like $50,000 to $100,000. And then there's uh, Julia Fancelli, I think, from the uh, grocery store company called Publix, uh, although she's not from the store, she's from the, the owner's family, uh, donated $300,000. And that was all money that came from Alex Jones. But it seems that there was a lot more money that was poured into the day. The events of the day should have cost $600,000. They landed up... Uh, well, it ended up uh, moving $2.7 million uh, related to that event. So is there also a money laundering aspect to the event? You know, likelihood there is something like that, knowing this crowd of people. But there's also the other piece of that, which is the money That was funding the politicians. You know, we've been focusing a lot on who funded the event, but there's a lot of money that funded the politicians uh, in in supporting the big lie in, in Ted Cruz or Hawley or any of those guys, Bobert, who supported the big lie. And a lot of that money came from. Not surprisingly, the Koch Industries. Um, I think there's 147 House and Senate Republicans who voted to overturn the election and disenfranchise millions of voters, and they were heavily supported by the Koch brothers and also by Mercer. We'll get into Mercer a little bit later on when it comes to um, to those uh, to, to how else they were supporting the event through parlour and other things like that. So here are the other big five. Lie backers, as we're naming and shaming tonight. Um, Miriam and Sheldon Adelson also backed many of these 147 politicians. Uh, the hedge fund CEO Ken Griffin was number two. Number three was the Mellon Steel fortune heir Timothy Mellon. Number four was the Blackstone CEO Stephen Schwartzman, very close to Trump. And then Uline owner Richard line, I guess. Uh, uh, he was the one who backed it, was number fifth in the row there. So many of the big names that supported the GOP also supported the, B, the big lie, which was supported by 147 uh, lawmakers. Uh, let's get your reaction to those before we jump any further ahead. I mean, there's no real surprise there, is it? I mean, it's sort of, sort of same old, same old, but it's interesting to see it laid out that way.
0: Well, RIP Sheldon Adelson. Miriam, nice. will, keep the, Miriam will keep the fires going, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, you know that casino money is just washing all over in this in this area. Um, it's in other it's in other filings and other casinos pour money in as well. Schwartzman is interesting. You know, Schwartzman tries to keep himself pristine in New York and apart from this. Yeah. And then, uh, but no, you know he's he's right down in there with them. I mean, you know, famously stingy guy had to be. Uh, had to be dragged kicking and screaming to give money to the New York public library and, and force them to put his name on this beautiful old building. I mean, just, just odious, odious I mean, He made character. a lot of money
1: off the last few years of the Trump administration. Didn't he basically I'm run, sure all he did. the, uh, run all the relief yes. efforts for COVID? So he, he pocketed a lot of money along the way. Yeah. So it's, uh, He's been very,
2: very wealthy now. He was yeah. one of the big ones. And he was what there have been moments where there were moments in the four years of Donald where he was worried about uh Schwarzman. Uh, but Swartzman's been in there for a long, long time. Worried as in, you know, because when the attention comes on Swartzman, he doesn't like it. Mm-hmm. The Adelsons don't care. Shelley didn't care, he's dead now. Miriam got her Medal of Honor, whatever, right? They're they're horrible. Um, but Schwartzman, he, he, he's still, you know, he doesn't want to not have his fancy life and some of these people, their fancy lives, they're not interested in being completely alone in it. They mm. want people to come on their yachts with them. They want people to be in their villas with them. They want, they want to, entertain. they
1: still want to live in New York. Yeah.
2: They still want to live in New York. They don't want to not be invented, invited to the Met ball if they want to go to the Met ball. So. Um, it, it, this man can be shunned. Swartzman can be shunned. Yeah. And
1: he should be. He should Brown. be. I mean, this is a ridiculous amount of money yeah. that I think he's poured into both the campaigns of the GOP, uh, but also Trump himself. We'll see later on how much money he poured into there and how much money is basically yeah. drifted off, uh, this entire administration. And where
2: his money came from to yeah. begin
1: with. Oh, yes. And wasn't he very close to Putin? If I remember correctly, he was part of that, uh, um the i that development corporation that the uh, Russians had uh, he, yeah yeah he was right there in one of those uh, foreign foreign committees that they set up to get to know the American businessman so uh, you know he's probably quite close to uh to Putin and company so let's talk a little bit more about um women for Trump this is an obscure organization it sort of came out of nowhere Megan Powers, one of these bundlers that we just spoke to she's not she's not the official uh head of women for Trump but she certainly works for certainly works for the uh the women for Trump and she also was part of the organizing committee which originally registered for that event on january the 6th um, she also played a dual role like many of the other people in uh in the campaign she 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 went from the campaign the sort of the closing days of the campaign into women for trump almost seamlessly in fact when they look at all the payments paid out of uh the trump campaign and paid to the organizers of women for trump they've all been lumped into one sum so in other words they paid like oh you've got three months of the trump campaign three months at women for trump here you go yes fifty thousand dollars or whatever ridiculous amount they were paying them so there's it just looks like Women for Trump is a is a front organization. That in its rea- in reality, it was some women from the campaign that were sort of set up this organization to set it up as a front. And as Nina was suggesting, that it was maybe set up as a front to make it more of an acceptable face uh, when they were first applying for the permits for the January the sixth event.
0: They were organized early on in the you know in the campaign to try to pick up right. you know some female crumbs for him and to be and to soften the the fascist i mean that's what the fo- the whole the role of women around him always is about um about that so they were trying to get some a few women votes and and here in you know out pennsylvania near near harry i see there's, there's some people have still not taken down their cute pink signs yard signs women for trump so it was a it was a uh, you know a campaign operation but um, uh, you know it was lara trump's um, springboard i think I mean she That's was right. the one she was she was riding the empowerment bus around the country and she's used it to, to spring into politics. So there's that. Ivanka stayed away from it. Um I think Kellyanne yeah. Conway sometimes was around. But um, you know, it was a, it's a was springboard it the for their planner? Pro- Pardon wasn't me?
2: this the wedding Laura's wasn't this what Laura's wedding planner? She brought her into it and they were sort of doing this together. remember the woman that um Mark Meadows when he broke down crying because people said what are you doing bringing out
0: I missed a woman I missed that saga um, be, oh, I'm I'm
2: miss, I was looking away
0: as much as I would have liked to see Mark Meadows tears I have used, uh, <laughs> not heard of that but, but but you know just to your to what you were saying the Megan Powers you know you're bringing her name up I mean she's just she's just one of the one of the young, the underlings. You know, she's somebody who's who's yeah. quite young, graduated from NYU and went straight into the Trump campaign. Her parents must have some, you know, they must be some muckety muck New York Republicans or something or Connecticut, and she ends up in uh, in the campaign early on, cute blonde, and sorry, I have to say that, but that's part of the Trump operation, right? Oh, yeah, she could sure. be on Fox, she could be on Fox, um, and she's young, and they and she works on the campaign, and then. And then the next thing you know, to the astonishment of actual scientists and in, in astronomers and physicists, she's named the um press secretary for NASA. And and that job lasts, oh, that's for, right. that, job, that job lasts for less than a year. Of course. And of course the American she um American Oversight, the you know, the guys who are do who are uh, judicial watches uh uh counterpart on the left. They're just a FOIA machine. They FOIA'd NASA to find out what, you know, what her her communications were like because she was so clearly under equipped. I mean, she's like twenty four, twenty five years old. And um and they Only the best they people. Deleted, Only the best. And they have deleted them all. That's what was discovered. They've deleted them all. But I mean picking on her is just one you know, she signed one of the permits, but um You know there were others there there and you know like i said carolyn wren carolyn wren and hannah salem another name you know these are people who are they actually are dc insider swamp creatures who work who live on k street live breathe um dark money and move it around and and care you know those people were were in were in on it but you know what's the link between them and Alex Jones and Roger Stone. I don't oh. actually know what that link is, but somewhere, you know, you could just picture somebody snickering down his sleeve and going, "We'll send the gals out first, <laughs> you <laughs> know, and right. that's going to be that's going to be the way we get in, and it worked. I mean, the, the park police. I have to think that the park police and the Capitol police were looking at the permits and going. It's a women for Trump thing. You know, yeah, we hear all this room these rumors about, you know, chatter about an insurrection, but you know, look at these nice women who've just come in here and they're, and they literally, I, in my article, I said they, were, they, they fingered their pearls the way Madame Defarge in, uh, in Dickens' uh, yes. you know, the the, the, the the cold face of the revolution st- sitting next to the guillotine and knitting all the time. And mm. I said, instead of knitting, these these ones are fingering their pearls. And I just made that up. And then when I went to to look for them for you, look for their images, Indeed, many of them are photographed in their pearls. It's lovely.
1: It's kind of an amazing image. You know, this is the most entitled group of people to ever have a revolution, as far as I can tell. I mean, it just seems insane. <laughs> and it's just like they have everything they'd ever want. They have private jets. They have pearls. Yeah. They have, you know, tons of money. And yet here they go, um, throwing up a revolution. It's interesting. The way people have asked me to look at this is to look through… Um, the 2020 campaign was basically funded by the american first action pack and by preserve america pack i don't know where they get these names from but the sheldon adelson pack is actually called the preserve america pack and then the american first action includes a whole bunch of other people and that all that you know that entailed a lot of money that went into the 2020 campaign a bunch of it was apparently uh, misused or assigned to a consulting firm by jared kushner then we'll never see that money again but um uh, 2.7 million went to the Women for Trump campaign for this event, for this 2.6 event. It also covered some of their work for the Trump campaign as well. And it's worth noting here that Wendy Creamer, who's the name I was looking for earlier on, who is the head of, of Women for Trump, is just one of the heads of Women for Trump. Because the other one is Amy Stone, who is Roger Stone's ex-wife. Um, she's the. Uh, so you asked me what the connection there is with Roger. It might be that his ex-wife runs are you sure
0: that are you sure that's roger stone's ex-wife i, I don't pretty sure i don't think i don't pretty, think his ex-wife is named amy i'm sorry okay
1: Oh no worries we could check I, that i i i, I don't be think to be wrong, I've, but met, I, I'm sure I've met her right. okay um well, but uh, let
0: me just make sure i'm on i'm right about that uh, i'm sorry So what
1: you could keep looking that up if you want and then we could just uh yes, show you a couple of things
0: will be tell tell you about uh, about the uh, mob lawyer in ohio
1: i i I just want to do a couple of things first before we get there i want to just show the the this is the way the money went and it's it's kind of a complicated chart but this is from open secrets they've done a great job on this and they've shown where a lot of these people who worked for the campaign either Mm -hmm. as the director of finance or the trump campaign director or or even the finance director both two finance directors there a lot of the money that was poured into the event came from the campaign. This was when $2.7 million was poured out to each of these individuals. Now, it's not just for the event they keep pointing out. It's also for a few months of work at the campaign itself. But it is interesting. The other name that stands out there is uh, Meghan Mulvaney, who's Nick Mulvaney's niece. Um, so mm-hmm. it's really a lot of... Uh, a lot of Keeping you know, it shade. in
0: family.
1: Yeah, lots of family business going on here. This is a really interesting chart and I'll point out. Uh, Post it up a little later on so everyone can take a deeper look at it. Um, and then you've met already Carolyn Wren, sort of, uh, who's uh, who's the big honcho here, who runs security through Strength, the pack uh, that seems to be connected to uh, Ohio businessmen of sorts. And uh, she also used to work for Kimberly Guilfoyle, who is Don Trump uh, Jr.'s uh, girlfriend. And Wren was her supposed assistant for a period of time there. And so they both had a hand in uh, this January the 6th event. And so now we get to um, to Mr.
0: Wait before you get to him, can yeah, I just add one thing? Yes, about of the course. I, I knew there was something I want. First of all, it's Anne Stone, not uh, Amy. That ah, is not okay. his ex-wife. I don't know who, which Stone. Maybe it's a niece or a cousin, but I don't. I don't. I think, that's is, definitely, is his ex-wife. Be I'm I'm sure of not. that. There's, there's no, a, it's Anne Stone. I met her, and Anne Stone. I mean, unless they put, unless they misspelled her name, but the Creamer, the Creamer mother-daughter team, um, they run. Women for America First, and they managed to get a retroactive IRS nonprofit exemption going back to twenty nineteen for themselves. And uh, it looks here, it looks here like as of as of last month, Senator Wyden is starting to look into that. So oh, you know, the, the interesting oh, thing oh. is that these women are start, you oh, know, these, these women yeah. and men are starting to they're starting to um, be asked for the money back. I mean, that that's story right. today. That story today about the, um, uh, oh, what's her, what's her, pardon me? The, no, not the Mercers, they were, they're being, there's a lawyer uh, uh, or a money man down in, I believe, Texas, who's asking for his money back from true the vote, because after 14 or 15 days of being conned after the election, and he, you know, he immediately poured, he said, I'm in for two. Two hundred or something, and they said two hundred thousand. He said no, two million, and he gave him two million dollars. And then about fourteen days later, you know, he's got Rudy's dies, you know, in front of the Four Seasons, and he's like, "I want my money back," and he's suing them. And it's it's Greg Phillips, Greg Phillips, who's that big big boat fraud guy, and uh, and apparently his his paramour runs this operation, and, and uh, she's being sued for the money. Which is kind of terrific.
1: We yeah, should take, get to Rudy. It. We should mention Rudy today because there's news all. around Rudy, yeah. right? It's an LB mentioned just before we got here. Yeah, in the air. ties yeah, have Donald been broken.
2: Dumped, he dumped him. It, it probably Donald. He's no longer Donald's personal attorney now. It, guys, there's always, and I have a question from a from someone watching us. Someone to ask in a second. Yeah. But um, it, it look so much of the fights and the and even the the love fest that gets put on is just fake, right? So who knows, but probably because they both need to get different attorneys (laughs) for what went down in Georgia. Um, I don't think they want joint counsel in that. And certainly Rudy can't be Donald's counsel if he also is and is under investigation I don't believe he could we'd need a lawyer to clarify that so but official news today Donald dumped him so look for this Rudy's gonna you know look Rudy will offer any information is that's necessary so that he can keep drinking his bourbon or whatever he's into now and smoking his cigars as, as, as Absolutely. he is he is don't Rudy will flip on them all he will. So we'll see. 100. We'll
1: uh, we should say. Yeah. I should say that it is. So what do we say about Anne Stone as well? Just uh, Anne Stone is a founder of Women for Trump, whatever it's called, uh, and uh, and various other packs that she did with Creamer or Kramer, and uh, and that's. Uh, I got the name wrong. I said uh, Amy Stone instead of Anne Stone. Oh, uh, it's, okay. it's still it's right. uh, you know, yeah. the ex-wife of. Yeah, ex-wife. Yeah. So to you've Trump. you know okay. you've got a connection there between roger stone and the women for trump which is one. kind of interesting because isn't he in charge of the whole thing anyhow um
2: yeah. so well, let me ask this question yeah, let me ask this question good. before we move on so from Paige, CM, a uh, question for you, Nina, when did the funding start pumping in for all of this on January 6th? Was it before December? When did we see, even though the permits changed hands, when did you first start seeing the money go in? Or do we
0: not know? Is it just there? I don't know the answer to that. I don't know. I You know, I, we know that he was talking about January 6th all the way back in. Well, in November, maybe I don't know I mean they we, you know we know what they did. They gamed out what they were going to have to do all the way back in March because they were they were they were already planning to you know that the, they would invalidate the election one way or another, so they had these they had you know uh, lawyers studying the all of the state rules for months. They were already out there in every state. Trying to figure out whether the state legislatures had something in, you know, in some statute from 1820 that they could use to overturn that particular state, they had all of that stuff laid out, and I think they were probably went to January 6th around that, you know, 13, 14 day went you know, days after when they started to realize, oh, we don't have enough to take into the courts. This isn't going to work. Uh, So, you know, the next thing, what are the, what are the gates? And we talked about this when it was all happening. There were these different little gates that the vote had to get through and they knew that that was the, you know, they seized on, well, that's the one, you know, January 6th, it's a ceremonial moment and we can get everybody to come to Washington. And um, so did they start in November, late November? I don't know. I I mean, I'm sure you could find that if you were looking into the dates on the, um, on the financing, but I didn't, I didn't go that far into it.
1: The initial parks uh, application was paid for by Women for Trump, uh, but that was just a deposit and a bunch of other things. And then on January the 2nd, um, everything flipped over from uh, Women for Trump to the Trump administration. They basically took over at that that time. That's when he got really involved in terms of music and planning and when Kimberly Guilfoyle was moved in. That's also when Carolyn Wren was sort of brought in to help with the setup. So that's when... uh, you know, after that fact is when the, the the Trump campaign would have started paying for that event after the, the second, I think, yeah. of January. I mean,
2: they wanted to produce the event a very specific way, and mm-hmm. so they get involved when they when it's like, okay, now we're going to take over and control the production. Mm-hmm. It's exactly. just like. Just like at the, with that desecration of the White House for the RNC, his Mm -hmm. nomination and Mm -hmm. um, that they want their own production, crews because they're making content. So they need to be able to set things up in a way that the camera can capture the content that they can get there. Everything is about content, 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 Mm -hmm. content, constantly creating content. Mm -hmm. So they, they want to control that.
1: So we mentioned Carolyn Wren, whose uh, pack is called Strength Through Security, sorry, Security Through Strength. And then there were three bundlers that also worked for the campaign and then landed up working for um, women for Trump as well. And these are Hannah Salem um, and Megan Powers, who I mentioned before, and Maggie Mulvaney. Tell us a little bit more, Nina, about Hannah Salem.
0: Uh, she's a, uh, she's a, a U.S. air force wife. She advertises herself in that way. She's, she's, um, a, um, uh, a strategy. I mean, a, a consultant in Washington. She is a consultant. The other two are not, I, I don't, the other powers in Mulvaney are just young. Well, I don't know what Meg, powers connection to trump was originally but obviously mulvaney is it's nepotism Mm. but uh but salem is you know salem is it has their own company and um it's an it's you know advertised on linkedin um and she's had lots of clients and you know i i predict that she'll be on linkedin baku before this is all over (laughs) Um,
1: (laughs) well well, yeah yeah they must be made a lot of money
0: she has yes. made a lot of. I mean, they, you know, it's a le, it's a it's a it's a legit DC consulting firm. It's political, so you know, these are swamp creatures. She and Ren are swamp creatures. They have been swamp creatures for a while. The other two are youngsters who were, uh, and you know, they're they've been dragged into it or you know involved more. Re, they're more recently involved. But the Ann Stone thing, I just find that fascinating because I I haven't thought about her for a long time. I met her at the twenty sixteen RNC in that hideous spectacle in Cleveland, um, which by the way was more protected by cops in the military than the Capitol was. I've never seen more cops on the street because they thought there were gonna be all these protests, but that's ancient history. Anyway, I met her and um, her rep then was that she wasn't a big Trumper. Um, she was a, um, a moderate and she was a pro-choice Republican woman. And she she was actually, she had run the pro choice Republican women's operation for a while. Obviously, that is extinct. uh, But it's just, it's sort of interesting how, you know, everybody gets on board eventually. You're either in it, you're in it, or you're not in it.
1: Narrative is funded by viewers like you. Support our independent journalism at patreon.com forward slash narrative.